0: hello and welcome to smoking underground i am Devin. this is gary hello and we have two special guests in the audience but not really in the audience sitting right next to us today mr juan lopez and tanya from gurka cigars look at that and then there's john and then there's and john. i'm over here playing like usual yes, yep. so uh we have special guests as you can tell they're probably going to join us every week for the next 18 weeks i'm just
1: joking
2: <laughs> Um, how are
0: you guys doing today?
2: Doing fantastic. Doing wonderful. Fantastic.
0: Excellent. Well, we appreciate you guys being here today. This is wonderful. What do you think about all this, Gary?
3: Oh, I think it's outstanding. Um, I, I happen to uh, I happen to know one way back then, and it's good seeing him again today. Uh, I'm glad he's. Uh, I'm glad he he actually shared some of the wealth over here as well. So that's nice. I'm just glad he brought in a. Pretty face, you know, <laughs> that's good because I mean, dealing with him was just well, anyway, yeah. you know, but yeah, love it. Welcome,
2: yeah, yeah, good, see you. good well, seeing you. It's been a minute, since I see my friend. <laughs> he, he's there bringing up bringing up the fact that uh, he goes, You don't remember me? I go, I remember you, you haven't changed much. I'm the one that's getting all the weight and, and got all the gray hair. <laughs> I don't know about that. This is it, it was literally 14, 14, 15 years ago, yeah, about 15 yeah.
3: years ago, so. Unbelievable. yeah. Man mm-hmm. alive yes, For a sir. long time
0: so yeah. today you can imagine what we're smoking it's probably oh, going to be
2: Gurkha cigars right that's correct so the- I want to
0: get right into it because mm-hmm. I need to I need to smoke one of these that's tell right. us what we're smoking
2: so so this is our latest offering uh, This there's something we we actually brought out at the um, at the uh, PCA last year yeah and uh it's our first collaboration with uh El Artista which is Ryan Rodriguez okay and uh this young man I met him uh probably about five years ago in Germany he became a good friend of his and and um we're always looking to work with some pretty good factories and we'll go into that obviously as the show goes on and, and we show you our, our different products but yeah so he um, he makes this awesome little cigar called Buffalo Ten for a really good price point point. and we went down to his factory and uh and in Dominican in Santiago and man, I, I was shocked because you know you never hear of these guys. You, they're not mentioned, but they've been making cigars for so many people for so many years. So the company and the factory's been open for 60 years. His father is like a big influence, a big influential guy in DR, knows all the yeah. other government guys and whatnot. And when I went there with uh, Jim Colucia, we saw the amount of tobacco this guy had. I mean, he had Honduran Corojo, which which I'm smoking here with uh, Revenant. He had a ton of San Andres, and and uh, we started blending some stuff. and. Man, this guy hit it out of the ballpark right away we were there for literally five hours within within three hours we we normally do like about 15 20 blends we did five blends and we knew the one we wanted right away
0: there you go uh, so he
2: you know it was a phenomenal price point in that seven seven to eight dollar sweet spot um we kept it simple uh so what we did was robusto and toro all right so we're not going to get into the 60s these are box press product we tried the 60s box no, no. We, we stay, we stay in our lanes. We we, we let we let we let Christian and, and Thomas Duke, uh, stay in, do their thing, <laughs> and, then we do, and then we do our thing. All right. So so we went with you know what we felt was you know best, are the best selling sizes
3: for our company. Right.
2: And uh, and so far it's been a home run. So so you got the the first uh, Revenant, the one you're going to be smoking, uh, Gary, is the uh, San Andres. Uh, originally we were going to do a camera wrapper, oh. but the camera was so. Brittle. It was so like real, real, real really? thin that we decided. You know what? With the box press, it's going to be a tough go. You know. Yeah. So so we changed it. And we went with the Corojo. We went with the San Andres. But we did keep the Cameroon on the on the binder. So you know, a lot of people use binder for Cameroon. We do. Right. So that was good because it gives it a little bit of that earthy, a little yeah, bit of that yeah, nutty, yeah. nutty taste to it. So, and um and then the rest is Dominican uh, Olor and uh, Nicaraguan tobacco. Mm. With a three-year-old San Andres and a three-year-old Corojo from Honduras. Oh uh, my goodness! It's not—I I guess a disclaimer because I know the best Corojo. I'm, I'm a tribute to best Corojo is still, the Euros. Yeah, it's not from their farm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not from their farm. It's, right. from, it's from another farm that they grow yeah. from. But that's uh, this one. I thought was fantastic. Okay, so we're very we're inc- incredibly happy with the uh, with the end product.
3: Well, let's uh, pass. What which one do you want, Gary? Uh, I want the Corojo. Um, sorry to be so picky. Uh but yeah, I am a huge Ero Corojo fan.
0: I'm gonna light this with my patent and arc of fire uh gaming lighter right here. Because yeah,
1: everybody know. was so interested in what lighter you we were gonna use today. That's oh,
2: true. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it.
1: He's like my game lighter. And then uh yeah, and then so
2: as you guys know, we you know we've we've been around for a minute. The company uh turned thirty years old um here last year. And um 30. we we've been working we been working uh Real, real close with the guys that were you know, an, Again, another factory that we feel has amazing, amazing tobacco. And uh, so we came out with the San Miguel, the Nicaragua series, and the 30-year anniversary is made by them for for us. And those things have been home run for us. The great, great smokes, You know, all in that 9 to $10 uh, uh, sweet spot, we call it. And, of course, um, everybody knows the seller reserves. That's Absolutely. Seller reserves is uh, what we sell the most. It's a number one selling cigar, uh, closely followed by the Ghosts. That we sell a lot of and our flagship yep. cigar which everybody knows as well which is the grand reserve in the cognac yeah yep that's been that's our flagship that we came out with 30 years ago So
0: i got one of those in my human already right yep All right.
3: <clears throat> i would like to uh, i'd like to sort of emphasize on something because i was listening to you there and and as you said this right here i just sort of dropped my glasses mm-hmm. and i'm and of course you know those those of you out there of course that uh, maybe novice to this, um, I need to explain a little something when he said blend five, it took five to do that there. That's pretty amazing because it goes and it goes and it goes and sometimes 50, 60 blends. And then finally you hit it and finally you, so five, that's pretty amazing. That's yeah we course. I mean
2: I mean Gary it goes, it goes back Very to the much. fact that we you know we told him what we wanted right ah. and, and this guy's got so much so much different kind of tobaccos that he said let me, let me see let me do this for you boom boom and, and man he, he hit it I mean normally like, like you said like you said it's you know anywhere it could be anywhere from 20 to 30 40 I just uh, yeah. you, you sit, sit down in the factory I'm going down to Nicaragua and blending stuff with uh, with ACC and, and Dominican with uh, with Cuevas. And and uh, you, you get up in the middle of the night and you have a tar stain because you smoked fifteen cigars that day <laughs> from all that drool, and uh, and uh, yeah, this this was an easy easy process. Again, the cigars are not, not very aggressive, uh, more in, that, in the mild to medium sector, um, but they are they are real real smooth. It's got some nice little like this the the San Andres of well, typical San Andres got that little bit of sweetness yes. to it.
3: Yes, sir. Um,
2: the Corojo, you know, the earthiness nuttiness to it. It's amazing. I'm a big corojo guy. On, on this, on this uh, blend here, right. uh, it's the one I, I enjoy the most. Yeah. More of a, of a early, early day evening. I usually go with a Maduro, right. but we smoked 20 cigars yesterday. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm like today I'm gonna go light. <laughs> okay. I, I've caught myself. I come. I know you guys catch yourself doing that. <laughs> I've cut myself smoking like six, seven cigars, and then at the end of the night, I usually end up with a Connecticut in my hand. Isn't that crazy? Because I normally start with a medium to full, because that's what I like. And then at the end of the night, I'm smoking, you know, Royal Challenge or Real or or, or something like that. Yeah, That's
3: great. Yeah, that's a nice
0: spice off of this. This is nice.
3: And this, I'm getting quite a bit smoothness off of this one here. This one don't have a whole lot of kick. It had not got a whole lot. But it's smooth, and it's got a great, like you say, earthiness type flavor to it. Uh and you can tell the crow hose coming through. I can taste that. The box press emphasizes that as well. And I'm I'm very much enjoying this and just off the bat. And it normally takes me about an inch to say, hey bad, you know. But this is good. It's this very flavorful, is Very, right? it's it's very like much so.
1: Full flavor. It, it is. sure not, is. Not the body at all, but the flavors Yeah, right. on it.
3: Yeah. Right. Um what, so,
4: do you, uh, so what is devin thinking because
3: yeah, David, i don't it maybe be rude
4: to say this is devin's first Gurkha cigar.
3: There you so are. you, you you're, you're, this,
4: you're, <laughs> you're, you're taking devin's virginity there. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, we like it. We like a fresh fresh perspective, which is great.
0: De- I'm a Maduro, I'm a Maduro guy. I love Maduro. I've tried so many different ones. And this one's got it's it's light on the front and then there's a spice that hits right across my tongue as it rolls through mm-hmm. that i wasn't expecting that mm-hmm. i was expecting maduro just straight normal maduro
2: mm-hmm. but this there is not it. that no I, i'm enjoying it i think it's got a lot to do with that cameroon on the binder I yeah. think that you're, earthy. you're absolutely right it about that. that yeah and uh and that's what we use it was funny because you know cameroon is so expensive but but he had some some uh some uh some of the low priming so they weren't great i go you know perfect for a binder yeah you know, why the hell not yeah and uh because we we went in there with a mindset of we need to make sure we keep it in the sweet spot because if it gets too crazy too expensive you know people are not going to go for it so yeah. we need when, to keep... when
4: you were going for that and designing the price and this is uh, a
2: horrible thing to say no no were, were you anticipating
4: all of the changes that have happened with co-pricing because of covid on tobaccos so and with the new taxes I'm, I'm coming up
2: so i'm so happy that you brought that up so i think we're one of very few of any companies this year that didn't raise their prices so what we did what we did was simple mm. we loaded up brother we loaded up we know where top sellers are so right now <clears throat> seller reserves we're, we're a little low on on, on the two best selling sizes in the seller because those things during the holidays it all goes yeah um ghost we called a, a floors makes our ghost for us and we sell over a million cigars in the ghost loaded up on the ghost Loaded up on the ghost gold which is a second offering uh, when we went to Ram, we said, you know, first, first quarter is going to be half a million, six. And he goes for the year I go, no, so the first quarter, brother, Ooh. so we loaded, we loaded up because, wow. you know, we also have a, a strong presence in, in Europe, you know, South America, we're in 70 countries. Wow. Uh, so, so it's, it's getting out there now. Uh, but mainly, uh, still in, in, Europe, what mainly sells for us to the seller reserve, the, the cognac stuff, the, the, the uh, ghost and whatnot. And uh, so yeah, so we we literally loaded up in, in cigars right now in our warehouse. We probably have about two and a half million sticks, and um, and uh, that was on, done on purpose because we wanted to say you know we're going to go into the year. We were up last year twenty eight percent, which is a really yeah, really big. healthy healthy uh, move for a medium sized company that we are. And um, and Jim Colucci, which is the president of the company, um, you know he had a he, he has a mindset <laughs> of if we don't have it, we can't sell. Right. right. So that's the smart man. Yeah. And uh, so we said we're going to load up. And we're not when I go, hey, Jim, my question to you is, are we going to raise prices? He goes, what do you think? And I go, everybody's going to go five, ten percent. Well, let's not play that around. Let's, let's be those the guys that will take the brunt of the hit, because we did get an, um, a price increase from some of the guys, you know, anywhere from five to twelve percent. So we took the brunt, the brunt of the hit for now, obviously. But we said we're not going to raise prices uh, maybe until sometime at the latter, latter part of the year uh if need be right. if not if not we set ourselves up where we we don't didn't need to so we have plenty of products so we're <laughs> happy about that thank you well, right. my, uh,
0: if you see the comment right there from uh, Pope that is my uh, uncle
2: and he absolutely <laughs> <laughs>
0: adores Gurkha thank you sir so, appreciate you that's you your uncle yeah
1: <laughs> never gave you a Gurkha You're keeping it all to himself huh?
0: yep, that's
4: yeah <laughs>
2: <does>.
1: <laughs>
4: But you know. never give away your good stuff.
1: No, that's true. <laughs> that's right. Not even to loved ones. No. <laughs> the top
4: level of my humidor is, you know, frescas or
0: something. <laughs> yeah, I'm really enjoying that that earthy flavor. I'm getting that, and I'm I am thoroughly enjoying that part Very of good. it. I really am. Well, this is
2: one of the products that that, that you guys did bring in at uh, at PCA last year, and um, I know that the store is doing pretty well with it because every store we went to the first time around, you got you guys had just gotten it. Mm-hmm. And we went around this time, and most of the stores are almost out of it already, yeah. which is good. And, 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 I'm, and, and I'm, I'm not messing with Harris. That's my dude. <laughs> he does have me on the bottom floor. You know, you got to move me up a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that while him and I uh, we get together at TAA here in March. There you go.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. I always liked your product. You know, it's kind of, and I've, I've said it, and I'm honest with people, Gurkhas will love it or hate it. It seems people love Gurkhas or hate them. And I've always been along that line that I like There's a couple of, you know, uh, maybe not, but this one came in. and It's a new one from you guys. And like you just said, Harris hasn't been too friendly with Gurkha but, uh, lately, but we're beginning to, I think he's softening again. You guys are coming around and pestering him, and that's what Harris likes. That, and that
2: was a conversation that him and I had today. And, and uh, he said, you know, Juani, it's simple, man, out of sight, out of mind, especially with my managers, you know, if you have, you know, your reps not showing up and these ghosts. Um, you know, we're not going to, we're not going to push the product. Right. You got, you know, Tanya, you know, this young lady, I just hired her, you know, for, oh, six months ago mm-hmm. now, um, worked at uh, one of the TAA members, uh, the Castro brothers, uh, up in Davides in, oh, in well, Maryland. Yep. So uh, it's funny, you know, she, she'll tell you that, um, I called Steve Castro and I go, Hey, listen, man, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to take one of your employees. because There's so many people in this business. I just take the employees and don't ask yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's happened to me. So <laughs> it's happened to me a few times. So. So, I it's funny. I call him and he goes, Hey, Juani, man, what's crazy is you're they're taking so many guys, so many on my people from me. No one's ever called me. I appreciate you calling me. She's amazing. She was her was one of the top stores always. She's you know, she's knowledgeable, friendly, smokes cigars, she's key. And uh, and uh, yeah, God bless. He goes, Just make sure don't have her be afraid to ask you for stuff. And then when I told <laughs> Tanya, she's like, Yeah, he was right. <laughs> uh, it's
3: great having y'all, man. It really is. So, so, um this is your first go around as being a rep here how do you feel
1: oh i love it i love it it's like i love the interaction with people when i was working in a cigar shop and so this is definitely on a different level because uh it's threefold i got to deal with owners employees and also the customers and um generate that buzz it goes one spectrum where you have people who don't have haven't seen gurkha and anything about it and then you have the others who are just fans of gurkha so you know, it's good to see the spectrum. It's good to see if you can, you know, change people's mind by giving them something that they haven't had. So we have a lot of great stuff. And it's just, you, you know, you got your reputation. Is, it's hard. You know, it's five minutes to destroy it, you know, and 10, year, <laughs> 10 years to build it back. So, you know, it's an up, uphill battle, but I'm definitely enjoying it.
3: Outstanding. Outstanding. That uh, That's good. Well, uh, glad to have you aboard the Gurkha train there. And that's, uh, that's going to be an exciting ride for you. Uh, and uh, one, of the, one of the things that has always stood out in my mind when it comes to Gurkha is uh, is not only your smokes, but Kazad always had a, uh, I don't know the word for it, panache, if you will, the boxes, <laughs> the boxes, the Gurkha boxes, when I first seen the first Gurkha boxes, I said, holy moly because I, I talked to Kai a little bit. And when I did, I was like, man, where do these boxes come from? And he told me a little bit of the background of it right there. So are you guys going to, and I see here that you're, you're sort of ba- doing some basic stuff there. Um, and, uh, but yet it's still elaborate. It's still got some fantastic artwork and, um, and sir, uh, uh, the devinator over there. Uh, He is a band freak.
0: I am. And and I was noticing this one and the level of detail. Mm -hmm. As a hobby, I do painting and whatnot myself. So I always notice the fine details. Mm -hmm. And bands always impress me. I'm always impressed by people who take the time with bands. Mm -hmm. And these. Oh, let me take a gander at these. All of them have like my work
4: only.
2: By millions. That's what he. That's the way he does it. Right. So he's able to get a good price point and still get the beauty out of it. Now going back to to what, what your your question was, have we toned it down a little bit? Absolutely. Uh, main reason behind it is you know he's he's really a, away from the company now. It's pretty much Jim and myself running gotcha. it. And um, we said you know we need to focus more on cigars and a little bit less on the packaging. So keep it nice. So keep it you know sexy. <laughs> keep it cool. But let's focus on, on getting some really good cigar makers because, you know, we're tobacco merchants. What we do is we we come in, we find these small little factories that have good tobacco or I, we know where they're buying their tobacco from. And uh, we come in and we do some blends and then we we do the marketing behind it. And, um, and we've been very fortunate, you know, working with with the Cuevas family for 20 some odd years when I was wow. in my, my Tarano days Jeez. Uh, and they do all our seller reserves. Uh, except for the 12 year that's made in nicaragua then we have arganosa that, that makes you know three different blends for us um we have now ram and obviously you know my my dear friend uh a flores uh that makes uh that makes and goes gold okay and he also used to make the 125th for us oh, which wow. has gone away a little bit just you know, yeah. sometimes the cigars i tell people cigars are not selling you know it's got to go to cigar heaven the humidors don't get any bigger mm. but our portfolios do there you go you know so
3: mm-hmm.
0: i got a question for you that I, mm-hmm. I noticed the uh the two faces on
3: here what are those
0: can you show that on your camera there yeah John? that's a,
3: uh yeah that's a quim- let me quim- let me
2: put there. it back away literally uh skeletons yeah and uh i've never i mean, i'm more about the cigar <laughs> well i just always if yeah, yeah, there's any history behind yeah, it I I, that's that's another question for me <laughs> but but uh I do, I do like I also see in the van when I saw it, it's age 13 years. Yeah. yeah. I was and uh, so, that. So, so funny yeah. when, when people ask me, hey, age 13 years, I go, well, if you put all the components together, <laughs> it adds up to 13 years. Because <laughs> we all know it's, you know it's the same because I get the same question with the sellers. We have a 20 year, 15, 18. And, and what it is on these is we've secured tobacco. One component of the cigar has to be that age for it to qualify. Mm. So on the 15 year, you got the, the Criollo wrappers, 15 year old. The 18 year is the binder, and then then the 21 is, is a, it's literally a, a fi, one filler leaf. That's 21 right. year old. Wow. Um, which again, it's it's not a lot, but it qualifies the cigar to have that that number on there. Mm. Yeah. And uh, and that's you know, that's like, that's like when I explain it to customers, they're like, "You guys ages for 15? Nobody does that. Mm. <laughs> not, not, not even Padron, which I consider to be the best cigar in the world. Right car. on. You know. Right so on. so it's. Um, it's yeah, it's a lot of marketing behind it, obviously. Absolutely. Because listen, when you're a Scotch drinker, as we are, and bourbon yep. and whatnot, you see these numbers, it attracts it attracts your eye. Absolutely, it, it attracts is. your eye. Yeah. So that's you know that's one of the one of the plays on on, on the seller reserve mine, especially. Nice. Yeah.
0: So um, what we we'll talk right, real quick is what's the uh, libation of choice that you're you guys are drinking?
2: Actually. Yes, today today we're drinking um, uh, Woodford Reserve. Uh, I told you that that Maduro went really well with a valvini that's what i'm um, doing a valvini which porch. i would i would have done more valvini but like i got if you i don't know if you guys heard about but i drank a whole bottle of you last night with time <laughs> and uh so we changed it up a little bit today with bourbon because I, i'm that guy i can't collect booze so i got all of my boys i go to the house and they have like 100 bottles of booze halfway through a quarter through and, and they come to my house and they're like where's the booze at go what, what do you want to drink tonight let's go to total wine <laughs> Because when I open a bottle, I usually finish it. That's just the way I, I'm the kind of drinker. Uh, so I don't collect a lot of stuff, but I, I, I have some. I have some good buddies. that have some stupid collections. The only, the only price collection I have, I have a 23 year old Pappy Van Winkle that I will not open uh, oh, until wow. until my daughter gets my oldest daughter gets married, and uh, that's that's when I open that bad boy up. Out.
3: Nice, outstanding.
4: Yeah, see, Devin's one of those collectors. He does he does another
0: show called Whiskey Talk with a buddy. Yeah, we do a Whiskey so- Talk friend. WTF. Mm. Oh. There you go. And uh, we go through different, uh, we did a whole episode on five different scotches, five different bourbons. We've gone through tequilas. We've gone through all this stuff just because we love the process and the different blends and the tastes mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. I've become, I've become a little bit of a tequila snob lately too, And I, I got into that tequila cake. I mean, I think tequila is like the fastest growing sector in, the, in alcohol. I mean, I know the bourbon has become huge, but we also know the Chinese took it all because that's what they do. <laughs> that's why everything went up in price quadruple. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but tequila, te- same thing with tequila now. Now now they're getting the taste of tequila and, you know, they, they got so much money over there that they take everything from us. But, yeah, I've been getting into the Casa Dragones. Mm. Love that. Uh, the uh, Casa Amigos is great. Now, obviously, in 1942, when you can find it, a little pricey for what it is. I'd rather drink the Don Julio uh, Reposado yeah. um, mm. for the price point. But uh yeah, I, I pretty much tried uh, I tried the one for the Rock to uh, Taramas Ter- I was, didn't want to try that one. I that still haven't tried
0: you know, that one. I,
2: I I just heard and I read this. I read this in um. So I get the, the total one. They're one of my clients. So I, I get their their monthly report is sent out. Uh, the Rocks Tequila just broke the record for the most cases ever sold of tequila. Wow! And he hasn't gotten bought out yet. Cool. Now George Clooney and and um and what's his name um, Cindy Crawford's husband sold um Casamigos for one one billion dollars I think it was really so now can you Matt could you imagine what what the Rock's gonna get <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's
0: funny like if mean, he needs the money right <laughs> just, funny thing is I just don't see him selling for a while like he, he just yeah. adores it so much because yeah. it represents him mm. so strongly he's mm. even got his own ice cream brand and some of it has terramana flavored mm. so i just don't ever see them so yeah that's more but what was the thing that we saw more. with that we
2: just saw today about the ice cream who's coming out with the, the ice creams oh, oh yeah little debbie's little debbie's, debbie's coming with, with ice cream for for uh zebra, uh, zebra oatmeal pies honey bun yeah. ice cream honey
1: strawberry ice shortcake cream. oh my god <laughs> it's got <laughs> swirls of honey bun in it oh,
3: oh, wow yeah right <laughs> Golly, okay. can you imagine the birthday cake that they come out with? Oh God. yeah! Stop it! This now now
4: Stephen has something for dinner dessert. You
3: know, <laughs> you know he,
4: he eats two oatmeal cream pies for breakfast every day. So now he'll do oatmeal cream ice cream
0: or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God! But
1: you know what? That's great marketing because they get said the seven flavors, and you're automatically going to get seven containers sold every household yeah, when you hit when it hits yeah. the market because no one's just going to buy one. You're going to be like true. one, 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 one.
2: Wow and they're smart, they're selling it. They're, they're doing what we're doing in the cigar business nowadays. They're selling 10 count boxes. There <laughs> oh, we are. We are. <laughs> they're selling the little courts, you know? they're not selling the big gallons, yeah. they're going by the court, the yeah. smart. I, I think they learned that from uh, the boys over at uh, Ben Jerry's. Mm-hmm. and Jerry's when they came over there, it so was always a small little quartz, but those things were selling by the millions.
4: Well, yeah. I was saying earlier today about, I like I've got Chex Mix over here or something. I was eating dots, They co- you know, they yeah. come in this box. Mm-hmm. That's a portion. I don't care. However it's packaged, you know, Ben and Jerry's, that's what I'm going to sit down and eat. I'm not going to, you know, no. there's no stopping
0: in the middle of it. There's no stopping
1: and put, oh, let me put half of this back. Okay. Uh,
2: That, that New York, New York super chunk whatever, man. I, I, I sent him that, that bad boy, go to town on it. love that stuff.
3: Mm. Man. Oh, man. Um, so what's
0: the story behind these you brought?
2: So, so you got the 30 year, uh this is our 30th anniversary in the business you know Gurkha started in the cigar business in 1990 uh and that was when I, I actually was 89 90 they came out with the first product which was uh, the uh the Grand Reserve and and how that happened was you know Kaiza literally was in Goa India bought the company for uh, bought the trademark to the company and the stock of like shitty cigars being rolled by some guy from Portugal that's, that's what he told <laughs> me and um and he took off obviously the trademark he bought it for 149 dollars no kidding and uh yeah so the first thing that he wow. did since he's in the watch business his family comes from the watch business and and stuff like that mm-hmm. he literally went out and uh and said I'm gonna make an infused cigar and I'm gonna charge 12 dollars a cigar and I'm gonna put it in consignment I'm gonna put it in some uh, duty freeze and at that point at that time the most expensive cigar in the marketplace was Davidoff off at eight bucks Good. So I was I mean, say twelve
4: dollars Ind- for a cigar yeah. in 91. Here, here's so. this Indian wow. dude
2: no no here's this Indian dude with a ponytail back then because I met him when, he, when I met him when I was at Toronto he had a ponytail going around stores in Florida giving cigars a consignment in a tube with a full shot of cognac in it No <laughs> one had done that before and uh, and the wax sealed on it yeah. and uh, he literally said your price is six bucks You charged 12 and uh, here's your first 30 on the house. Mm-hmm. And he said that within a week people were calling him back. We need we need more, we need more, we need more. And wow. uh, that, that's that's how the company took off. Wow. Um, then obviously he came out with the beauty, the beast, right. you know, the shaggy, the shaggy with the um oh, yeah. shaggy. one of his home the runs. Shaggy, was, well, the is my wow. absolute favorite I yeah. cigar. Well, he yeah, made, he about that all the time. Yeah, he told me he made it he made his 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 big money in the cigar business with uh, when he did the Shaggy Hundred count with the uh pre embargo in it. Ooh. He said he made he was able to make a million cigars, he sold them out in a month and a half. Ooh. It was that fast, but that was right smack middle of the boom. So, in, I was gonna like, say, he he
4: timed it well, unknowingly. In starting in '91, the boom hits in '94, mm-hmm. you got a couple of years of practice, and you're right Absolutely. there to enjoy the ride.
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so you know, so, yeah, so that's how you know this guy's he's, he's he's a, he's a character, <laughs> uh, and obviously he's a swag guy. Everybody talks about our swag. We, we downloaded, uh, you know, Jewish stays now taking over the swag, the swag game, it seems like, anyway but uh but yeah going back to these guys so this this is only that you know we wanted something special and we went to uh we felt was one of the best uh growers of tobacco or leaf uh which is arganosa and uh, mr fernandez over there and uh uh eduardo and uh he made this took a while all these blends took a while to put together because he took his time we took our time and uh this cigar you know came originally it came in a collector a collector's box it was a piano finish we did the first 2,000 boxes of each size; those are gone right away at the PCA. Uh, and then we did; we came out with the Nicaragua series, is one of my personal favorites. A lot of spice in the beginning, a lot of nuttiness, earthiness, uh, a little bit of a, even a little bit of a sweetness of chocolate to it uh, mm-hmm. as well. Really, really good smoke. And then the San Miguel is something that we we used to have that we sold to CI. And, I, and as as you guys know, FDA eventually is going to come. Once all this COVID yeah. shit goes away, sorry for yeah. I said a bad word. <laughs> we're good with that. Yeah, okay. yeah, we're not. When, when, yeah. when, you know, they're so worried right now about COVID and all that stuff that they're mm-hmm. literally fading away a little bit from from us. But oh, you, it'll come a time when they're going to come back to it. So we we started taking some of our predicate brands back. Yeah, and and, and giving it to you know making it a brick and mortar brands. Right. So we did that with the San Miguel. We did that now with the Castle Hall, which is a, 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 a economy kind of cigar. You know, four fifty five dollars stick. Uh, that's made in Nicaragua by American Caribbean Cigars for us, and, um, and yeah, so like you know, little by little, that's you know the company has evolved in concentrating on on finding some really great partners and uh, toning down a little bit on the packaging, keeping it still nice and sexy, but but concentrating more focus on on the quality of tobacco.
4: Well, toning down the packaging, yes, your boxes were gorgeous, but I recently listened to another cigar podcast and somebody's talking about boxes you can easily spend 10 or $20 a box. And if you're putting 20 cigars in there, that's a buck a cigar you're paying for the box. That is correct. So if you're looking to, you know, I've got the Toro here of what we're smoking. That's what all the cigars and mores have. Um, it's 750, mm-hmm. you know, and it, granted that's Alabama with our very friendly cigar taxes and that. <laughs> but it, you know, I think going to, I much would much rather have a simpler box than a more cost-effective cigar. So
2: Absolutely. Oh, listen, it's, when I got to the company, I remember um, he asked me, "What do you think of Gurkha? And, and uh, you know, I go, "You got you got some good ones, you got some bad ones, but I'll tell you the one thing that you are you are is your museum piece." And he goes, "What do you mean by that?" I go, "Beauty and the Beast are 25 dollars sticks. Those are for the one or two percenters, dude. Not everybody could afford that kind of cigar because if you're gonna spend that kind of money, you go for an Opus, you go for a Padrone, you know, you go for guys that you know own their own factories, own fields, and whatnot, integrated." Um, so, a museum you piece to me is like people can't afford it. They sit there. So, you're selling to the one or two percenters. Why don't we make cigars for the rest of the world? So, I compare it because he calls it, well, with a Ferrari of, of, of cigars and packaging, and go, why don't we start making some Lexus and Toyotas? And <laughs> some Fords, you know, that, you that sell to the regular folk. Right. And, um, and that's what we, we've been doing now for the last you know, 10 years. And uh, it's worked out great for us.
3: So, very blessed. You can tell it, uh, and uh, and the quality of this one right here seems to be uh, sort of uh, well above average, if you will, very top notch. Um, and in uh, in noting the flavors that these are right here, I think I found my go to here. You know, awesome. Uh, this is the, this the is three cigars
4: great. you dropped off earlier that I was fortunate enough to get. Are though that's part of the new Eganosa
2: blend? Yes. Yeah, so, so so I have it here, and you guys can carry it in your store, so. As, as you guys know, uh, Mr. Mr. Nick Perdomo, good friend and a smart man in the cigar business, yeah. probably one of the smartest men in the cigar business. He did a lot of packs. So I remember he's going back and forth saying, Man, you know, everybody's got packs. Yeah. Man, we don't got packs, you yeah. know. So yeah. we first came out with this bad boy, and this thing, she'll tell you, we sell probably about two and a half three million three million dollars worth of packs on these alone. These are all the seller's. We move
4: those like crazy. Yes. 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 It's, it's, it's
2: yeah. we yeah. never yeah. have them. We, yeah. we can't make enough of it. Uh and then so we did the same thing with ganosa because we felt that we wanted to get guys to be able to try it and try all of them and try it twice. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we, as everybody normally does a four pack, three pack or a five pack, we always said, let's do a six pack. Just because you know, you need, you need a day, a day off here and there, you know? (laughs) So, so six, six work, nobody was doing six packs. I think very few guys are still not doing six packs. And the way it was, we literally went to the factories and we said, listen, we need this many cigars and we need at this price point to be able to compete and be able to put it in people's hands people's mouths so they could try it and that's what we did with the seller reserves and that's become our number it's actually the number one selling skew at uh a total wine it, it, it took uh it took uh quorum quorum was selling millions of dollars worth yeah. they took over as a number one seller and then after that is perdomo or right after right after us so it's worked out great I, I think it's a great way for people to try something new from Gurkha because you, you nailed it um when you say you know Kirk either you love it or you hate it. Is that oh, kind see, of cigar? see
4: I can pitch that really easy because I I've only smoked one of the three you gave me and I go you know this is a really really good cigar and um I, you know I like this I hope Harris starts carrying them I, I didn't know too much about the green pack so now I'll do that because when she took a, she took a picture with me today Tanya did and I said oh you should have covered up my logo on my shirt because I've got an Aganosa shirt on. I absolutely love the Aganosa products Mm -hmm. and it, I can see the similarities Mm -hmm. in what I smoke today to the Aganosa. And I I don't know where that brand came from all of a sudden, you know, we picked it up. It might've been around for 70 years, but Mm -hmm. we recently picked them up and it's quickly become top on my list. So let's, Let's talk Harrison to get in a couple of those in the yeah, boxes.
2: Yeah, yeah it's uh, you know I I told him that uh, you know when I see him now in in uh, at, at uh, TAA we'll we'll sit down and do and I told him listen we don't have to be aggressive I know that space is space right. is an issue in every human right, right? Uh, but you know we'll start off you know I remember before here uh, we used to have 20, 30 SKUs of Gurkha in every store and they did well we did a lot of events I, I used to come every year with the rep and then you know the last few years you know the rep. The former rep is no longer with us it's, you know, started fading away and not showing up as much, you know, spending more time in Georgia and whatnot. And uh, it hurt us. It hurt us here a lot. Because I remember when the first time I came, I, I, we, I spoke to you and, and I saw us on the floor. I go, we used to have our own space here. Now we're on the floor. Now you got to work your way up, you know? So the first thing you going to see here is today. I go, I go listen, man. I understand. I, I get it. What happened? Let's, let's work together. You know, we're bringing, you know, 10, 10, 12 facings. When to go, when we go crazy, uh, make it consistent throughout all the stores, you know, cause you guys know what sells in what store. Right. All right. And, uh, all right. different dynamics and whatnot. So he agreed, uh, that we'll sit down and talk and we'll do, you know, maybe even doing spits for, for you guys, you know, to, to get oh, yeah. people's, in to people's hands. And, uh, yeah, so we have a plan We gotta put it together. We gotta see if, uh, it all comes to fruition, and, uh, and I think it will uh because we do have the relationship there and and again you guys as you know i'm sure you've been told you guys are the people in birmingham and if not in alabama uh you guys have always been the respected cigar shops in
3: we try yeah we try absolutely
2: you come up a lot yeah. when in
1: travels
4: so. yeah. <laughs> um good and bad but at least we come up <laughs> yeah
1: exactly that's, that's the hey you know what but that's right. the good thing you know if you're not mentioned then, then you're not relevant, right yeah as long obviously, as somebody's talking about it it's good if somebody's talking about you obviously you're, you're important right so um yeah and, and like any brands you know i like the fact that we're revisiting it because you know you can say someone is um someone's bad and then 20 years later she's still bad or she's married with children you know so someone you know you gotta uh, you know, she's you gotta, still bad yeah, yeah, she's still bad but you gotta revisit those brands that yeah. you thought were this or that i mean you could smoke a, a big name cigar and you're like, no, I don't, that wasn't what I remember it to be. So sometimes you got to bring the, you know, come back into people's forefront. Very
3: good. I like the way you put that you. Uh, outstanding. I, I think that was great. I want to, I want to touch on something here. And of course, this might be taboo, but I'm going to throw it out there.
0: Oh, here it comes.
3: Gurkha of course uh, is, is well known uh, in uh, actually a uh, world record, believe it or not, of the, most expensive cigar in the world. Uh, right. and I did not know, uh, that, yes, it is correct. Huh. Uh, commonly known, uh, in the cigar industry is, uh, HMR his majesty's reserve. Uh, and it's, uh, and I didn't know, are you guys still doing that now? Yep. Or are you? So, so funny enough. So we had our sales meeting this past year
2: and uh i was you know crunching all the numbers and looking at what seller' doesn't sell what am i going to get rid of what am i going to focus on right and uh this year we ended up selling almost 50 boxes 48 boxes of HMRs. now mind you now, now mind you they're fifteen thousand dollars wholesale <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's weird because the guys that we sell it to are mainly not from the us it's a lot of cheeks wow actors yeah. people like that uh football players you know guys who could afford it I have the had had to and um I have, I have an awesome story I was literally like four years four or five years ago I was in Corona cigars in, in Orlando uh I was at Kaizad and we we're visiting Jeff the owner and we're sitting there you know talking business and here comes the 20 door set when me running back to the Dallas Cowboys no kid and he comes in with his tuxedo walks right in and we're sitting by by, by registers talking and he says I need uh I need 10 HMRs Kirkus. Good. And and, Jeff, oh, wow. and then and then K and I looked at each other. We're like, and "I go, Dude, that's what said." And Jeff goes, F, I don't have him in the store. I got him in the other store." Oh. So he know like they go, "Oh, we don't have him here." So he goes, "Oh, really? I'm I'm away to a wedding. I wanted to give it to the goons and whatnot." So he literally walks out, and Jeff goes, "I could have him here in ten minutes. I got open sex, though. I got open sex." He goes, no, "I wanted to give you HMR. Goes, like crazy is that? But Man. there's there's those guys, and I and I see it in stores. I mean, we. We also do like, you know, if, if like some high end stores in, in certain areas like downtown Miami, you know, a place like New York City, you know, Carnegie Hall, place like that, you know, you'll, you'll give them a box in consignment and they'll call you in, in like about six, seven months. Mm-hmm. Hey man, we, we might need another boxer down to two Correct. cigars. It's crazy that people Correct. are paying, you know, three, four, five G's for so cigars. Just, cool. I'm, I mean, unbelievable to me, but, wow. and again, and really what it is, he made, he made 200 boxes 15 years ago and he sells an average of five to 10 this year was. I guess a good year for everyone Wow! we sold a whole bunch of them. And once they're done, they're done. We don't we're not going to make them anymore. So that, that is real H tobacco. Ooh. And then the, the gimmick behind it is that within 20 cigars, there's a full bottle of Louis Trey inside the cigar. So so you might that that probably equals to about three to four shots of Louis Trey. So if you get a shot of Louis Trey, it's probably about six seven hundred dollars. Yeah, wow. so do three. us eighteen hundred just on booze alone. Mm. So that's that's why the pricing is so expensive. Wow! Yeah, it's pretty that's crazy. Great. Yeah, and you can ask me the next question. why well, I smoked one? Yes, I have. I'm in the mindset of I would rather drink Louis Trey and smoke a regular cigar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that too, <laughs> but yeah. but uh, it, it was it was an experience. Yeah. And uh, and I get we get guys post post all the time saying, "Yeah, I'm saving this for a wedding. I'm saving this for my son's oh, graduation. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, stuff like that. So right. it's Man. pretty cool. But yeah, you know, we don't we don't. Make a lot of that stuff or sell a lot of that stuff, mm-hmm. but this year was when I saw the number because we average about five to eight boxes a year. Wow. This year we have forty-eight boxes sold. I'm like,
3: yeah, so I literally yeah. I
2: call Kaisak because he's not involved anymore. So I call he goes, Oh yeah, dude, I got I got this sheet from Saudi Arabia. He bought ten boxes. This guy bought some guy in India bought five boxes from me. I mean, China and and, and, and Macau. I'm like, wow, dude, wow, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's crazy.
3: that's crazy. That's
2: so that's how
4: sad. many of those two hundred are left now? Uh, we have
2: yeah. we probably have about thirty-five boxes. Really,
3: wow, incredible, man! When I first saw that, I, w- I was amazed. I was blessed enough uh, to uh, to actually hold uh, an event here for Gerka, and of course, Kai's Odd showed up, and it was one of the record events that we had. Mm-hmm. And of course, I, I you know, I, I, I ran the store, set the event, and made the marketing as well. So uh, after everything was said and done, of course, God, the place was just banging. And, uh, and, uh, of course, uh, the old, the old rub basically come up to me and he says, uh, he pulled me over in the corner and he says, Hey, he's come here. And he went and go, uh, went, uh, to Kai's and He said, Hey, and Kai's, said, Oh yeah, there you are. And, uh, whipped out a green top. Yep. Uh, he said, here you are right there. Great event. Great event. Wow. And I was like,
2: okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. all
3: right <laughs> I looked at that and I knew what it was. Yeah. I said, Hey, here we go. So I have arrived and then since left
2: <laughs> We're uh, back. Uh, I, believe
3: it or not i have it at home on ice with the very first generation pre-embargo it's still at the house that's amazing. in my box wow yeah
4: so see, see there we are it's a museum there. it's art yeah <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly exactly so i open up my master human rights, and that's where i keep everything it's a 200 count that's where i keep all my stuff st the the you know, pre embargoes, that type of stuff and I open it up. I've got um, I've got a i got ai got a Cao Palms 2001. Wow, uh, still in there, you know. Wow. So I open that up and I looked at that pre-embargo and I looked at that, the HMR in there. and just go, okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's, 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 a, that's another problem I
2: have with cigars. So I, I get, you know, I know everybody in the business. So I get cigars from everyone, right? right. Wanna well, here, try this, try that. So I get them all the time, and I'm like, you going to my humidor? I, I smoke them all. <laughs> I don't save any. I think the only thing that I saved is one of my buddy's sons. We made a cigar for his son and. And we said, we're going to smoke it when he turns 18 and he's like three years mm-hmm. old. So that one, that one I'm going to keep for that. But other than that, I smoke everything. I'm everybody else in the business. I'm a big Padron smoker. Uh, mm-hmm. When I don't smoke, my cigars are the Gurkhas. I, I smoke a lot of Padrons. I like the Oliva Vs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll dabble, dabble a little bit into some, some Pete Johnson's Tatuaje stuff. Nice. Um, Very but cool. I'm, you know, I try everybody's cigar, you know, oh, and man, I, and yeah, I think, yeah. and I tell everyone from when I started in the business in 1990, late 95, early 96 to now back in 90 from 95 96 to so about 99 there were a lot of shit cigars a yeah. lot of crappy, a lot of crappy cigars right and then then it went then the boom stopped and then people you started going away all these brands started going away and then the last i would say seven eight years everybody's focusing so much on gray cigars because there's so many great ones out right. there oh. yeah and uh, it's really hard to find a really bad cigar you'll find it every now and then but but to find a bad cigar that you just put down, and I try, I smoke almost even if, if I'm not liking it, I give I give it a go past halfway. You know, sometimes you know I have some some dog rockets that that I know no, no, I'm like I'm like, know. Yeah, I'm like I don't know. Yeah, I'm like I don't know if I want to. I don't know why I want to finish this, but I try to finish it see if it changes on me. It yeah. might surprise you <laughs> towards the end, right? right. Yeah. And uh, but man, I'll say you know uh, the, the 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 smoking community is very blessed uh to to have the kind of quality that we have in our industry right now
3: big time I'm everybody big time well we appreciate that very much we appreciate y'all coming in and sharing this i've, with I've us got the, a
4: question just stop, uh, for tanya yes um because what's been suggested and we're planning on doing it uh have a show about women in cigars
1: okay it's
4: obviously a very male dominated industry mm-hmm. in that what drew you to your initial Foray into cigars was it just you know, you had to walk into a cigar shop at some point. Tell and you fill story, out an application. Yeah,
1: well, I was in Baltimore, the Baltimore Police Department at the time. Really, you were a cop in Baltimore?
2: Awesome, wow! Yeah, yeah. I always I mess around with it. I'm like, if, if you would have been a cop, I would have been seeing. I, would've seen, I, I, I really don't want to, I would have been seeing the little wing song. We, we, we. <laughs> I don't want to know how you guys
4: met <laughs>
2: she'll tell you how we met though but that's a good, one. That's a good
4: you know,
1: one in 2002 a co-worker of mine had a cookout, and they offered me a cigar you have you had a cigar no I had none A cigar he gave me a Hoya de nicaragua uh, grand console that's what he gave me lit it up I'm puffing on it I'm coughing of
2: course full body right away yeah huh? I, I didn't
1: know <laughs> but he didn't start me off flavored and of course it was probably too much for me to handle and then I started sweating I like, after like 15 minutes and started feeling sick and he was like, no, you're not supposed to inhale, but you know, all that sounds foreign if you don't smoke at all. So you don't know what, what's inhaling not inhaling. And so I was like, is this legal? He's like, yeah, it's perfectly legal. It's fine. I'm like, well, I'm <laughs> smoking some stuff, it's making me high. I'm like, what's going on? I was dizzy. And then I had to know more and it just, just was me I just I guess the way my my brain was wired it wasn't like run away from it I was just like what's this about so I started reading the cigar magazines and and fully diving into it I went to Cuba went to Nicaragua I went to the Dominican Republic I went up everywhere just kind of in search of the information and then I wasn't doing um you know tours in the factories in the U.S. and so that's what I did so I've been smoking for 20 years almost so um and it was all men when i showed up in the lounge and i would just scamper in grab my cigars and go to the register pay for them and walk in like why are you not gonna hang out i'm like no no i'm not i was intimidated by the whole boys room you know you walk in everybody keeps quiet and everybody's like watch your language the girls in the room and i am like i don't belong here right <laughs> so um but then after a couple of years uh, about two years in then i started to smoke we could smoke anywhere anyway so i was smoking in the bars and everything else so then i eventually decided to sit down and i thought they were gonna know so much and half of the guys did know more than me, what i, I knew because i was reading about it you know i was researching it they were just smoking them so uh so they were surprised at, at what i knew and and so me being in the cigar shop all the time and they you know helping if they rent, rented a bank helping behind the register um parties and stuff like that at the cigar shop generating business and they were like well you're here all the time Why don't you start working here so i started working at a cigar shop part-time while i was doing you know police work and then um I was doing investigations at the time when I went to do a tour of Gurkha so I went to Fu- I went to Fu- Fuente. I couldn't get in I love Fuente, mm-hmm. I couldn't get in and then I went to Davido Camacho and then I stopped by him it was Alec Bradley he stopped by his spot and then he was he was welcoming you know give a tour of the factory uh see was so many old people packing boxes and it, you know it wasn't what I thought it was going to be like no minorities or anything like that the whole place is, is all you know minorities so it was definitely a surprise because I guess you're thinking it's going to be I don't know why all white people working in miami you know but that wasn't <laughs> the case so um so i went um and he did, did a great job with we drinking his uh his louis <laughs> and um nice. and he gave me a bag of cigars and I took it back and i was just like revisiting gurkha again you know and i went home out of my business and he came up to maryland for an event and he asked the shop owner nina if she knew me if she knew me she said yeah She's like can i have her number she was like let me call her first and she's like Why lopez and Gurkha's here looking for you i'm like Bull oh, crap, that's not like, what, is, what is he here for, you know. And so I was like, I'm at the gym, I'm on my way. So I show up to her shop and you know, we greet each other, and he's like, I'm here to offer you a job. I'm like, shut the front door, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so he was like, Yes, you know, we have you need to offer me a job in St. Louis initially. Mm-hmm. And then Ken uh, decided to take the job with Blanco Scars, and um, and he called me back a couple days later and was like, What about staying on the East Coast? So I said, Fuck yeah same thing you know so so, um and then that was mid-may and i started june 1st so and i gave my job two weeks notice and it moved down right away because i was going to give you know my job you know notice and the cigar shop notice and i didn't know he had called my boss in the meantime asked if it was okay and everybody gave him well wishes and and that was really cool so um and then i've been doing it
2: ever since and it's been great I love it. Yeah, she's uh, she's an, she's amazing, amazing addition. It's like she goes, so "Why me?" I go, "I, I hire talent. I, I see that the passion you have for it. All right. I see, you know, just from talking to to other people that know you, your work ethic, um, and uh, you know, like I told her, she's she's going balls to the wall, like we, like we call it here. And I told her uh, I was with her before we went on break at the end of the year, and I go, I go, T.G., you need to stop smoking a cigar and stop selling cigars for the full week. That we that we close the company down at the end of, the end of December, Ooh. because what's gonna happen is, and it happened it happened to me when I was a rep for for 13 years at Tarano. Um you know, my third fourth year I was going balls to the wall so hard, traveling this, you know, just maximizing my my time, um, and uh, I hit a wall, and the Ooh. wall the wall became like I, I was selling a ton, and then I was just selling repetitive, it was it became boring, it became it, it wasn't fun anymore. And then I literally took two weeks off and recharged my batteries, and um, and the rest. No, now I'm 25 years in, and uh, she. So she uh, she took she took the advice. And she goes, "You're right," but as soon as we get back to work, she's like the first one out. And December 30th. I'm like, "You got to January the 3rd." You know, she's already you know hitting the, the shops. She did. I want to say probably about 25 30 uh, cutting lights in the last month of the year. Wow. Because what well, I, I tell I tell them I tell my team one thing. I go, we sell cigars to to the to the uh, to the shops all the time. Fridays is store day. Friday you don't go in there and sell cigars. Fridays, wherever your store you're at, you should end up at three o'clock in the afternoon and and go into the owner or the manager. Hey, can I can I do a, a buy two get one free, buy three get one free? Max, you know, six cigars to get guys to try because you're trying to help them sell. Uh, same thing when it comes to December. Most people are done buying other cigars by mm-hmm. sometime in, in late November, early December. So December to us is Mind you, it, it works because we do we do uh, five six cutting uh, cut lights per rep for a full twenty days, and uh, and and the, the the stores appreciate it because we're moving some of their product. And little by little, you see these orders start coming in that you weren't getting in years past. So I started doing this about seven eight years ago, yeah. And man, it works. It truly wow. does work. And uh, and and yeah, she, she she uh she hit it out of the ballpark. She's done a hell of a job. And I told her, you know, we had our meeting, and I gave away the salesperson of the year. And I kept telling her the whole time, and I mean, she'll tell you. I go, if if she's not the salesperson for the year next year, I'm going to be shocked because I know she's got, she's we're going to give her the tools. Uh, we're gonna we and she's got the drive. She's got she's got the knowledge, and she's got a great work ethic. So awesome. So you know what? What was the saying this year that I that I put up on the board for the reps?
3: Get up, get up,
1: show up, ask for the sale, and
2: follow up it's all it is
4: geez i never remember when people put that on the board
2: (laughs) (laughs) well she's still trying to remember the other thing that i say all the time what the word team stands for and i read this in a book when i was when i was studying college and and i just hit me and i and i say it all the time the word team stands for together everyone achieves more
3: yeah
2: and that's a fact and hard work works Work smart work days. smart work works better but you got to work hard before you do all the smart work right <laughs> yeah exactly so, so I'm working hard I'm
1: in a new I'm in a new area I gave away all my stuff I gave away brooms and trash cans beds furniture everything yeah. and move to a totally new state you know you don't have people somewhere What you you know you're gonna you know an out of mine is devil's playground you're gonna what are you gonna do drink all day <laughs> you know man.
2: You could, but no, She asked um, me that question today. Funny enough, she goes, "Are you got any, any other reps move? I go, the only guy that, that I moved once from PA to uh, this area was Kenny, and uh, normally I hire people within the territory. Right. So I needed someone in in um in Missouri, all that area, the center of the, of the country, because we we'll had no one there. And and it's a nice little area because on the phone we got two people on the phones. We were doing about half a million, and without really visiting. So so I knew she would grow the territory. And uh, when Ken, you know, went somewhere else, I said, you know, Atlanta. It's it's a territory that I know Atlanta you know uh, uh, Georgia uh, Alabama Kentucky Tennessee uh, I think it's something you could develop into a million dollar territory because it's been yeah. done before and uh, I think she she's gonna hit that in the next few years and uh, and then what I did I took one of my inside girls has been with me for eleven years and I said I want you to handle the Midwest now that area the uh, Missouri Iowa and I want you to travel every five weeks go up there and travel and uh, she, she went up there three times and she sold almost three hundred thousand dollars. Good, yeah, yeah, because because you know what people are. Saying, oh, Kirk Gurkha's a rep now. Like, well, I'm a, you've been talking to me on the phones, but now I'm allowed to come here like a regular rep would right. and, and work the territory for ten days at a time, and uh, it's worked out great for us. So, oh,
3: so. Yeah, and that does work, by the way. I mean, somebody to come in and have a face uh, for the company that is uh, that for the management that that is that's above all right there. If you can have somebody you can conversate with, you know, of course, and, uh, and, and smoke one with right there, it makes a, it makes a big, huge difference. It really does.
1: I think it takes a little bit off your shoulders as well. So if I'm here and I'm doing a, oh, it you does. know, buy three, get one, buy two, get one. I'm also explaining the cigar, what it's made yeah. of, comparing it to what you have. And you have all the rest of the cigars. to sell. that day, you don't have to worry about mine, you know? So I think you should use the reps to help you sell your product. Certainly. Well, Don't, it, don't be afraid to call and say, you know what, on this day, or oh, this is happening, this is a big deal, this game is a big deal. If we're going to have people here. This might be a time to help move this product. Ask them for the help. We work for you. You know, It's not the other way around.
4: Yeah, It's like this afternoon, I jokingly jokingly said to him, when are you going to be on the podcast? And I had just put out what our topic was going to be tonight and that, and we discussed, and, oh, we, we could be there. I mean, I guess it's here, the hotel. So it's <laughs> No, probably a
2: bar. <laughs>
1: Definitely a bar. Probably a bar.
3: So,
4: that <laughs> you guys stepped right up and jumped in and great That's to have fun. you on the show tonight and we went longer than we normally do and i know Devin's probably pulling his hair out oh he, no he's got, all, he's got a live stream good. to get to yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> another one he's a good sport
3: yeah indeed yeah um i have to ask this uh what was the very first um impression that you had of course it, it's gone on us changed names on down the line but the very first Cigar show that you went to uh, one of the big retail show shows that you went to. What was your opinion of that when you walked in the door on the very first show that you that you use, you, you know, that you had to literally go in and you had to sell these things to all of these owners and proprietors in, in these big cities? The very first show that you did on that right there. How what was your opinion of that right there? How How were you?
1: i was i was very confident initially before i got there you know mm-hmm. because i had ordered at the trade show for the cigar shop so i had been there four times previously as a retailer right so i thought it would be similar to that you know tiring but no i was nervous as i was like well where are you where are you where are you where are you i was looking for him I'm like where are you calling the phone like he wanted to meet me before the show even started people were calling me in the morning they want to meet me 8 a.m we're not even on the floor i mean it was just crazy and so um mm-hmm. People come and want to introduce themselves, and people want to interview me, and I was just like, "What to do? Am I allowed to do this? Can I do that?" Because I was like, <laughs> I was like a month and a half in, like, "What can I do?" What can I? I was like, "I don't know the blends. So can I get a cheat sheet? Help me." He's like, "I got a wall." I'm like, Why can't "I kept calling him," and so yes, it was. Uh, I didn't know anything, and I was just like so nervous. But um, she pulled through. And yeah, yeah. All, all I remember is the
2: second day, like, I guess. Because each rep has their own table or whatnot, and, and uh, go up to her. I go, I go. It's TG. So are you finished? He goes. Holy shit, man! This is exhausting. <laughs> it's a lot harder than I thought. I thought it was hard ordering stuff, but like selling stuff. Yeah. Holy moly! It's yeah. it's because they because the, the retailers do call you at eight o'clock in the morning because hey, I have a I have a, an appointment with you, but something else came up. Can I meet you for breakfast? Can I do this? Because you have to remember, you only have eight hours in the show. Average average wait or average um, I like to call it tour per per uh, per store is about it's about forty five minutes by the time you. Do the tour of the new product uh sit down go over the deals and whatnot it takes about 45 minutes to an hour so you're really only seeing in three days 24 accounts 25 accounts out of 100 that are there it's crazy you know so it's it's it becomes you know I'll, luckily you know we we have people in the booth that, that have been with the company for a long time like i'll sit down and help out too and i'm always chill to you I'm, I'm like a roach i'm going around approving uh you know okay <laughs> I, I approve all the all the deals i try to pump up the deals um if it makes sense you know stuff like that and and uh, yeah, man, it's like for me when I go to the trade show, I, I went my twenty fifth show this year and and twenty uh, fourth show this year, and I missed one because we all did because of COVID. Um, it's I always tell people I need a, like a two week reset after the show because when when you're at that show, you're entertaining your clients. It seems like twenty four hours mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you literally leave you leave the show floor. You get there at nine o'clock, eight thirty, mm-hmm. go over you know a little bit of meeting, you know get get ready for your appointments. Mm-hmm. Then you you go back to your room. You take a shower. You go out to a dinner with a with a with a few accounts. You go out to the bar with a few accounts. Before you know it. it's three in the morning, yeah. and you got to do that for three straight days. Oh. And getting up at seven thirty, eight o'clock to be at the booth, and mm. and you're on your feet and you're walking around. You're doing that, the, like I said, that tour of of the booth. Dude, it's it's tiring. It's tiring. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then on top of that, you're hungover as could be. <laughs> <laughs> you know so you're like choose. you're like yeah choose that.
1: hungover and everyone is, is is it seems like short they're, they're short patience a little bit like mm-hmm. they want what they want and they don't really want to you know so it's kind of like you i get it because i used to be the one that had attitude like i had a point with you and now you're gonna come here and mm-hmm. and you're still with someone else and because some people work in bigger deals and they there's not it's not a simple sale so um you know you think it should be hardlining when i was coming in ordering i'm like you know how come you you know you're making a point with me and i already so i already got an attitude everybody's an attitude someone will stand right over top of you you're sitting with three people from a shop and they're just standing there
2: like and you're like oh, man. what do i do yeah well and then it becomes yeah. an awkward situation yeah. when you got you know you're sitting in front of a big account that you're this guy's buying you know 25 g's from you and you throw in you know i'll throw in a few humidors for you there and then of course the guy's over your shoulders like Hey, Juani, my appointment with Tanya is in 20 minutes. Can I get the same deal? <laughs> and then I go, you can buy 25 grand. <laughs> I only need to spend 7500 but can I get those eight free? People? I remember we did, when we did the quick little story. I know we're over time, but uh, when we first came out with the Ghost, it was in Orlando. So we, we called the uh, Ghost dealership, the Rolls Royce dealership in, in Orlando. Wow. And funny enough, the GM of the of the dealership was no. a Gurkha fan.
3: No, yeah.
2: <laughs> like I am like, I'm like, oh they not no I'm on I'm on the phone with them. I go, hey, listen, so we're coming to a, oh I love Gurkhas. I go, I'm gonna give you a thousand Gurkhas. This is what I need. You go, I need I need a car in, in my booth, set up in the booth, it called a shitload of money. The car was free, but to get it in there because of the the, the teamsters and all that oh, stuff no. and the insurances, so we have to push it in every day, push it out every day. No gas in the in the in the smoke there's all guys in the car and then he was nice enough to give us two other ghosts so anyone who bought ten thousand dollars got a test drive of the ghost I what? saw that. I saw wow. the uh, so everybody's dude it was a line of like 20 people deep God. waiting to drive the ghost you know for half a like quarter of a mile or whatever wow cool. that's great it's cool the, the only bad thing that we, we went to we do it again he goes he goes Mr. Lopez I love the cigars I love you man but Although the car was never open, it smelled like cigars inside oh, the car. Wow. I was afraid of that. Yeah. Not, oh, wow.
4: A Rolls-Royce should be sealed a little
2: bit. Dude, he said, he said, <laughs> yeah, he, he said <laughs> it's sealed in somewhere. There's going to yeah. be a whole summer. He goes, it, it did it wasn't bad, but he goes, it took us a few weeks to get the, I you know, airing it out. And yeah, it was crazy. Oh, wow. That's well, so That was so cool. cool. Cause everybody, of course, the first thing people think. Oh, Gurkha, you know, being Gurkha, sure. they're giving away, uh, giving away a Rolls Royce. No, 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 no. Yeah. no, it's not a giveaway, but you can test drive one if you buy 10 Gs. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: hundred boxes of uh, His yeah. Majesties. Yeah, well, well,
3: that, that would be a different hour. Yeah. That, would be, that would be definitely talk. Yeah, yeah, it would definitely be <laughs> fun. Uh, that's, uh That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Man, I appreciate y'all being here today. Yeah, really good. Great. Thanks for having us. Thank How's you for having fun. us. Definitely. Yes.
1: These things always make me nervous, but y'all are pretty good. Thank you.
3: Heaven's alive. Please don't. Uh, <laughs> please don't.
0: So we, we appreciate you guys being here. Thank you, everybody who's been watching. Remember to like, share, subscribe, please. pass it out everywhere. Cause how often are we going to get to talk to these folks?
3: Right. Hopefully more.
0: Yeah, same time. That is great. So we'll see you guys on the next exciting adventure of smoking underground. And remember, to smoke is human. But to smoke a cigar it is
3: that's divine. divine. I'm man. Indeed. Indeed. Take, Take care. care. Oh, <music>